Social Media in Jesus. Uh, something we're all very familiar with. A show that we watch the pilot of and we finish it up on a season two network finality. Christianity, Christ in podcasts. All on God Friended Me. Everybody, how are you doing? Good to hear from you. All right, everyone, bring your work up to the front of the class. <laughs> no cheating. Turn to the person next to you and ask them what they thought about God friended me. Turn to the person beside you and give what do they do in church? They say like give reparations or Yeah, they yeah. say give reparations. <laughs> a mule and a goat or whatever. <laughs> they say like um wait, wait there's a salutations or sign something? of peace. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to like be friendly with your neighbor and like sh- shake, shake yeah. hands, hug. You ever do that in church? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they had a name for it when I was a, it's when I'm Methodist. Peace be with you. The yeah, sign peace of peace. Be with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dude, I've lo- there's some legendary peace be with you. It's like uh, I used to go to a Portuguese mass sometimes, and there was like this older man who was somewhere on the spectrum. He would come alone and he would wear a fanny pack. And during <laughs> peace be with you, he would walk across the whole church to shake hands with people. Like really? he would wow. go, he would put not in, just like the people near him. No, he would go everywhere. He would put in miles <laughs> to get everybody. And uh, COVID, that's another thing they took away from us. The oh, peace be with you. Can't absolutely. do it anymore. Just the sign now. <laughs> <laughs> peace to peace be with you. Like peace out. Yeah. T's oh, and okay. P's for t- f- T's and P's Dane for PBU. Cook had some great Catholic Mass material in oh, his Comedy Central half hour. Yeah, it's very funny. Dane Cook is a really funny man. The ha- Comedy yeah. Central Presents half hour? Yes. The one where he dumps the water on his head in to be the, the alien? Peter, yeah. I like that was so funny. <laughs> I thought I love that. We're a pro Dane Cook podcast. Everything he does is good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we love the age difference. No, well, really you're true. listening to series finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a television show that they've never even seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Jack. And I'm Zach. And we actually kind of have seen the show. We watched it on our sister podcast, Series Pilots, which you can access. Our stepsister podcast. <laughs> which you can access <laughs> at patreon.com slash series finale. It comes out every single week for only $5 a month. If you haven't checked this out and you're listening to this, give it a look. You know, we got... Uh, like a hundred plus episodes that you haven't heard yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I think depending on your jurisdiction, it's slightly more than $5 to account for taxation. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled that out like four months ago and they asked if I wanted to like have us pay it on our end or have the consumer. Oh, pay it. yeah. <laughs> and you I pass- stuck it on the consumer, <laughs> baby. I'll tell you what. If, if you're paying that tax, you let me know. I'll Venmo you the tax. No, man. if you're paying the tax, you're ultimate woke king. For That's being pro tax. That's so true. We you gave you that gift of superiority. <laughs> you were paying for our roads. You're paying for the military parades for President elect Biden. I actually requested that Patreon send all of our money to just Trump's golf club outings. <laughs> um, this is our first. Th- we watched God Friend of Me. This is not our first. We watched the pick the the pilot the pilot to God Friend of Me. Because Zach Years loves ago. God and we love podcasts. Yes. So we thought it was a good fit. And we God Friend we was also heavily advertised. Like yes. if you watched yes. NFL football during the twenty eighteen season, you saw a ton of ads for God Friend. I don't true. know why they pushed it so heavily. 
Because th- this is a country that needs God. And think about, yeah, and think about uh, how much we loved uh, the series finales of shows like, uh, of shows like, um, fuck, what was, uh, what was the uh, Angels? What was the Angel show? Uh, oh, with oh. Um, Del Reese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heart yeah. of the City? No. no. Um, <laughs> that was, was Reginald Val Johnson. <laughs> It's, um, Touched by an angel. Touched yeah, by yeah, an yeah, angel. Yeah. And uh, Highway to Heaven. Oh, we haven't watched the finale to Highway to Heaven, have we? No, but we should because we were all swooning over <laughs> Top Beef Beefcake. Michael, Michael Landon. Landon. Oh, my God. I love um, Michael. Cancer took him too soon. Much mm-hmm. like R.I.P. Alex Trebek, another another one we yeah, lost. Sad yes, sad for Trebek. Um, Who do you guys think should take over? I'd say cancel it. I say cancel I Jeopardy? Say cancel it. <laughs> yeah. No way. I, I want to go full cult of personality. It was never about the questions. It was about Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Alex was the first host, right? Someone's... Uh, who knows? I don't, I don't think know. he was. Trump is going to be looking for a job. That's a good... Well, no, he won't. Super intelligent. He won't be looking for a job. <laughs> he has a job. He's the president of the United States <laughs> till 2024. Once these cases... Dude, have you heard of blockchain ultraviolet like have you heard of blockchain ultraviolet watermarks that are on the ballots no <sighs> if i've been looking into QAnon big time and so <laughs> there are blockchain ultraviolet watermarks hidden on the ballots and the reason trump quote unquote lost was just so that he could put the democrats in the position of stealing the election out in the open then he springs the trap on him <laughs> dude that's amazing Jerry. i love it <laughs> um God friend to me, yeah. This How show could he lose? <laughs> they have assholes flying flags everywhere. It's impossible <laughs> for him to lose. I see the. I'm on Long Island. I see the the trucks with the th- with the flag all the time. Are they not going down yet? No, dude. They're not. It's not over. <laughs> there are. I I don't even think we should be paying credence to the people who say it's not over because it's like it is a small group of people. And they're literally nuts. They are nuts. They're nuts. Yeah. You're nuts if you if <laughs> if you're still <laughs> posting memes about Trump, you know, ten days, fifteen days out, you're nuts. It's over. <laughs> Stop. You the never steal. you know, you just love this man way too much. Maybe. What's not to love? I mean, he is really funny and charismatic and arguably handsome, so I guess there is a lot to love. Yeah, were you watching that debate when the woman was like, could you smile, Mr. President yeah, yeah. Trump? What could you that? She, a woman who was a who was a Biden voter got up and said, you're so handsome when you smile, Mr. President Trump. Could you give me a smile? He well, ca- she ca- she kind of pulled like a cat call on him. Yeah, she wow. did. President he- Trump should have got as a victim of, <laughs> of <laughs> office cat calling and sexual harassment. I mean, is it okay to t- get up in someone's grill and tell them to smile for you? Hmm? Yeah, hey, Trump is a victim of that. <laughs> <laughs> Women think people tell them to smile more, but Trump has really lived out the humiliation on national TV. Yeah, right in front of uh, yeah. millions of people. I would say that yeah. makes Trump our first woman president. That makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. Dude, when Trump walks down the street, Latin men just scream at him. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Ay>, mommy. <laughs> hey, Trump. Where you going, Trump? <laughs> That's really funny. God, friend. That's why he never. Per- that's why he stiffed all those contractors because he was pissed. They kept trying to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, God, friend of me is the show we're doing. We watched the finale. Um, it only lasted two seasons. God wasn't there to sign the contract. Two seasons is a smash season. hit, in my no, opinion. Yeah, it was, but it was forty-four episodes, which is a, a long 
production it run. It is a long episode. And, uh, but I can tell you, we watched the pilot, and the pilot was very complete, and the finale is very complete. I feel like we lost nothing, and nothing was missed. <laughs> I felt That's like true. we immediately jumped up. All of the characters were there. His buddy, Rakesh, who mm. runs, who like is trying to manipulate social media. You know, we learned he had a fiance. He lost a fiance. He has the fiance back. His sister isn't it sick. The, isn't it the woman he goes on the arranged date with in the first episode? Isn't that his fiance? I don't remember they the first episode. They did not have the budget well. to do any more casting. <laughs> since the first. Since everyone, the yeah, everyone's, everything's pretty much exactly as we left it at yeah. the end of episode one. And everyone's Except, happy. Well, there's one person who has one kind of a small problem. Miles' sister yes, uh, has uh, his cancer. She lives, though. It's not that <laughs> big a oh, deal. Oh, it could be bad. Who knows what kind of health repercussions she has as a result. Yeah, and we see her We see her have surgery go well in this episode, but as we know, cancer is a continuing fight. True, a chronic yeah. illness. That's true. Traffic but they do finish the episode where they tell the story of what happened to everybody after, and they say she lives a full life now. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I might have skipped ahead some of it. They say that the, the, the disease was... Beaten, the, her body was you know, cancer free. But what, I mean, yes, it's possible in 15, 20 years it could uh, happen but again. But what is a full life in the age of lockdown where we have no joy? <laughs> <laughs> She's immunocompromised, she so she can't do much. It would probably be a very miserable time for her during the lockdown. I want to point out one thing that's totally not necessary to point out, but Please. I want to do it now so I don't forget. Okay, a little New York inside Easter egg for okay. the people. Whoa. The first ex- at one point, Miles is has to go back to get his sister's Bible, and he's taking the train back. The train has an accident. Yeah. The first exterior shot we see of the train is an N train. Okay. Yeah. Which would be running from Astoria, Queens, down into uh, Midtown Manhattan, or actually down all the way to Brooklyn. But mo- they were probably going to get off at Midtown. Goes through Manhattan. Long Island City. When it crashes. They walk from an N-train car up to the first car where the conductor is. The map on the overhead billboard <laughs> shows that it's a six train. Oh, my oh. God. Wow. Dude, who made this show? That's These country bumpkins? That's why it got canceled. Lack of attention to detail <laughs> from the production team. I, I also thought it was a li- the lack of attention to detail on the subway was uh, not only were the numbers off, but there was nobody pissing on the, <laughs> in the front seat. <laughs> there was no urine and blood stains. I used to take the six train to Pelham Bay Park. Pelham Bay Park. What did you do up there? Park I w- up there? I w- when I first came to New York, I was my van was parked in Pelham Bay Park, basically as far as you can get away <laughs> from like the city. Way up in the Bronx. Because weren't yeah. you just like kind of scared that you? I was be able scared. To park yeah, I thought time. parking. I was like parking will be so hard. It's it's not hard. It's now. easier than Boston. Boston. It's easier. easier than buying an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Let me give you guys a broad strokes breakdown of God Friended Me. This is a show about an ardent atheist with an atheism podcast. Guy sounds like a lot of fun. His, yeah. name, <laughs> his name is Miles. And in the podcast in the pilot episode we watched, we watched him get uh, a Facebook friend request from a God account, which would then help him to change the lives of other people. And for some crazy reason, even though in this show God is clearly real, Miles still refuses to believe in God. Yeah. Until his sister goes through the situation and then he goes literally to the Himalayas. 
<laughs> and God is a woman in the show, right? A young child is on the Himalayan mountain, a meets him Buddhist and says, kid, yeah. she's waiting for you. That's p- Well, maybe he's talking about... Uh, maybe God's secretary. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Amal Clooney. God's waiting room receptionist. <laughs> yeah, she's waiting for you to introduce you to him, capital H-I-M. Yeah, we don't know what God uses for pronouns. That's true. It could change, too. Could, That's yeah. the thing. Yes. You're allowed to change. <laughs> So, yeah, that's sort of the general gist. It's very uh, mushy and lame. What network was this on? ABC, ABC, ABC right? Yes. I is thought, Bob Hart's Abishola also on ABC? Are these yes, the same no, network? It's CBS, and it's Bob Loves Abishola. She's on the... They feel spiritually similar. I've never even seen Bob Hart's Abishola. <laughs> so but how it do you seems, know that? <laughs> it seems religiously influenced, Bob Hart's Abishola. I think that this show... I'm surprised that... The wa- the reason the show is weird to me is like it's CBS. so over the top religious that it's weird that it's on one of the major networks. <laughs> no, it's classic American like fake religion to me. It's not over the top religious. It's they so c- over the on, top. Hold religious. on, hold on, hold on. They talk about God every time they talk about the Bible. They kind she, of he, the daughter who has cancer says Allie says Allie says to her, her brother, please before I go into uh, cancer treatment. Can you travel about an hour and a half on the train to go pick up my Bible? Yeah, but it turns <laughs> out that she had a letter that he want, she Still, wanted to read. stupid. And I think what's, you know, there is <laughs> there is prayer, but it's like very much... There are people who use the language of God in everyday secular phraseology, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Like, my favorite phrase of all time is, gotta get right with the Lord. When I hear <laughs> someone say, I gotta get right with the Lord, right? Yeah. I hear that and I say, okay, this is someone who That's wants to find... That's usually somebody talking about their bookie. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody who wants to get get like improve themselves yeah. not just for themselves but for the benefit of the world and it sees a level of accountability it's not all that religious to me i gotta get right with the lord what about come to jesus moment a come to jesus moment or paul on the road to damascus those feel not as religious the paul as one sounds more religious <laughs> yeah <to me. laughs> Says, oh yeah, he's on. He's like Paul on the way to Damascus. No, no, I, I would say that guy's <laughs> a religious. No, person. dude, it would be like if your landlord, who you're having problems with, came yeah. back to you and said, "Hey guys, I'm Paul on the road to Damascus. <laughs> I've seen the errors of my ways. You can move four hundred dollars off." That who, would be Paul. Do on they the road say to that in situ at Starbucks or something? <laughs> no, no, I, I've ascertained. There was I don't think a lot of New York lawyers are talking about Paul on the way to Damascus. <laughs> Situate is a completely post-Christ secular community. Everyone is. And people celebrate Christmas, but they celebrate commercial Christmas. Yeah. Even if you go to church, it's commercial Christmas. It's not actually a religious community. I never really met anyone religious in my whole life. Yeah. You know, honestly. I mean, you're, you're religious, I'm kind of religious, and it seemed as pretty weird to people, you know. I know a few relatives who have a shrine, and then there was the r- a family in town who had a, a Jesus fan, as it was called, because they had a ton of kids, and they had a Catholic AM bumper sticker on it. Yeah. And that level of religiosity was offensive to people in the community. <laughs> you know, it was supposed to. They were supposed to keep it cool. I mean, I was famously an altar boy for a decade. Ten right. years. Yeah, eight to eighteen. Wow. <laughs> they hung up and my they- raft, my robe <laughs> in the rafters. <laughs> Yeah, it was a long time, but I'm not a religious guy. But I felt like this show was definitely now. This is one of my good. stickler semantic things. Okay. To me, it probably there probably These is a level of spirituality. This but is wealthy science. Yeah, Jesus. it is. This is wealthy science, Jesus. But it doesn't have a level of dogma that I associate with the word mm-hmm. religion. You know. Okay, so it's got it's got all the frills, but none of the substance. No, it's got kind of all of like the the window dressing. 
It's got the frills, but not the substance. That's what you just said, yeah. yeah. But it's barely even frills. Like, it's got got frills. He talks about God constantly. And God is in the show doing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) God is on the show working. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think his sag rate is for the day? (laughs) I think God is usually pissed about the craft service situation. He gets there a little bit late. A uh, lot of bu- a lot of bagels already gone. No onion left. All they have is what's a bad bagel? Rye? I don't know. What do you Raisin. think? Of everything? Raisin. That's a great answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't like everything. You don't like everything? I like everything. I wanted to play this uh, clip from the show. Okay. This perfect. clip from the show is uh, is uh, Miles is a devout atheist. His sister is going in for uh, surgery, uh, very risky surgery, and she has him go get a Bible. When he goes and gets the Bible, he finds a note inside from his sister who is currently undergoing surgery. Miles, you've been carrying around a Bible all day. You're seriously not even going to look. Well? I didn't read the passage, but look. It's a letter addressed to me. It's from Allie. Miles, what if that's why Allie wanted you to get the Bible? Um, hey, we're gonna give you some space. Dear Miles, I thought a lot about what I wanted to say to you before my surgery, but I realized it might be better to write it down. This way you can interrupt me and I get the last word. Win-win. <laughs> Facing a surgery like this makes you think about everything. What I want moving forward, what I hope for, and not just for me, but for Dad and for you. It gives me comfort to know Dad has Trish and you have Karen Radkesh. People that love you, that will always take care of you. And I'm not saying these will be my last words to you. I put my faith in God that they won't. But if they are, I just want you to know that I hope you never lose your sense of wonder and that you promise to keep your heart open to all possibilities. Love, Allie. I know we only have the audio for the listeners there, but like I feel like it gives you a sense of the visuals in, in you know, with the they got the music, the voiceover, the you moment, love it, and it's in the hospital. I feel that we we watch so little network TV, and I really do think there's a huge gap between network TV and premium television. Mm. Every network show, including this one, is shot like a police procedural. Like they all have the same like framing of these big wide shots and like a sixty minutes walk and talk. It's I really dislike network TV. <laughs> and what's weird about it is presumably it's more expensive to make network TV than it is to make like an FX show. You think? And, I have no idea. And somehow the money produces a worse content. I don't know if that's don't know. true. Do yeah. you do you like? You could probably be more experimental with the other. 
Yeah, the maybe other maybe if you're making something for cheaper, you can uh, f- you can make it for a narrower, more discerning audience. You're probably right though. I bet you that like uh, FA- AMC is like, yeah, we'll give you a hundred thousand to like make the pilot and see how you do with it. Whereas CBS, to get even to the pilot, you're probably gonna get more money. You need yeah, to pay the salaries. The salaries for the actors are ginormous. So I assume that like sets yeah. and everything are different. And what's interesting to me is, have you heard that song from that clip? No. no. So it doesn't feel like it's very inspired or creative like music choices in certain shows like The Sopranos, for example, are very in, or or even Louie on FX have been very intentional about the music that they choose. And you were a fan of the OC, but is that a network show? OC that was, was a network. Yeah, it was a network show. Yeah, that was they a had a great soundtrack. Yeah, we yeah. famously love that soundtrack. California. <laughs> California. Dude. California. That's what those. That's what Godfriend of Me needed was better music. <laughs> so, how? Uh, I remember though that like we've all actually gone through surgeries. Yes, and we've all written each other notes, kind of like this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that as well. We want to read this note that we found that you wrote to us, Zach. Yeah. Fellas, I may not make it back from this anal bleaching. <laughs> It's been so many years, and there's been so much poo buildup from bad wiping that the doctors are going to need small explosives to chisel the turrets from my anus. I want it known that I did not write this. Uh, Jack did. Jack Ghost wrote it for that's me. In, that's, that's my, my the, medical power of the day. That's in the note. That's in the note. <laughs> that's all Like do. Asian blowing up the mountainside to create the transcontinental. <laughs> you two advise me not to get my anus bleach, but the president of TikTok... Xi Jinping's face <laughs> has offered me a deal. I could not refuse. <laughs> if this anal bleaching goes wrong and I should perish, please continue the podcast without me. Please make sure to delete my searches for Gone Wild Reddit. <laughs> Most importantly, please print out photos of my favorite adult star, Gabby Carter, and put them in my casket, especially the ones of her with brunette hair. <laughs> My fight against porn will not follow me into Valhalla. Please make sure that my casket is really snug and the top of the casket shows the outline of my penis really well. (laughs) I want the world to see my print for one last time. Here are my suggestions for a future co-host to take my spot. Alan Dershowitz, Joe Kaiser and Matt Kona. I love you, boys. That was incredible. And luckily you survived. Yeah. And you your survived. anus never looked better. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I remember when you got surgery, actually. I have, mm. I have this letter that you wrote to us here. I, I do remember this. This was um, this was tough for me. Dear Zach and John Paul, by the time you read this letter, I will be on the operating table. As you both know, I recently completed reading my third book, and I am now <laughs> a certified genius. <laughs> now I have brains, but there is still a missing piece of my puzzle. You two have always heard me talk about the ratio of penis size to body size. (laughs) My ratio is way off. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that there was no help. But now there is an experimental new surgery, and I eagerly signed up. You guys might be worried about about me undergoing this procedure, but don't worry. My doctor is the famous Dr. Conrad Murray who was Michael Jackson's anesthesiologist. (laughs) (laughs) He will be forming a body mass-ectomy on me, removing pieces of my body till my penis (laughs) looks absolutely huge. (laughs) Dr. Murray estimates that he will need to soft most of my legs, my arms, and some of my buttocks to give my penis the look I desire. He estimates I will look very much like 
deceased movie star Vern Troyer when the procedure is complete. This is a risky procedure, <laughs> and I won't sugarcoat what I'm about to say. Even though I know you might want me to, John Paul, you chubby bunny. <laughs> wow, what'd you say that for? <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I could die undergoing this surgery. But the risk is worth it to me to never have to hide my penis in a locker room ever again. <laughs> if I die on the operating table, please don't blame Dr. Murray. If I happen to die, nothing wrong with a doctor who having two equally talented entertainers die under their care. <laughs> if I happen to die, Zach, I want you to sing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot at my funeral. <laughs> Jump all. I want you to comfort my family. They will be devastated going to Red Robin without me after the funeral. So please go with them. And when they talk, start to talk with each other about the details of their sexual exploits, join in with some of your many sexual experiences. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing is for each of you to go on living. Continue to make the series pilot podcast for our dedicated <laughs> fan base. Zach, keep pushing yourself to get more comfortable admitting you're only sexually attracted to feet. <laughs> John Paul, keep lugging that huge dick up and down Fifth Avenue, screaming about how Biden stole the election. <laughs> Job bless you both. I'll see you when I'm 24 inches tall with the proportionally huge cock. <laughs> wow. What a surgery you yes, had. Yes, dude. And it didn't work, unfortunately. No. <laughs> no. They cut off my legs and my penis actually shrunk. Jack, that letter actually shed a lot of insight into two opinions that you hold. You yeah. often talk about body, penis size perspective. <laughs> and your, your most common angle is talking about how funny and sad it is for a tall man like Shaq to yes. have a small penis. Yes. You never bring up how cool it is for a five foot seven man to have a humdinger. Mm. Meanwhile, king. you also often make fun of short men. It could Ooh. be secret resentment yeah. of body mass perspective. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm afraid of the short king. <laughs> <laughs> the short king hammer. You yes. don't want it. Oh, the, the, the Thor's little hammer. You guys want me to read the letter that I wrote to you? Yeah, yeah. yeah please, please. Yes. Here's a letter that I wrote when I was getting my this surgery. This was a scary time because we actually did think John Paul would pass away <laughs> at this dentist appointment. <laughs> Zach and Jack, I want you guys to know that I love you. The pod means everything to me. And I first off, no matter what happens, I want you to have this boudoir photo shoot of me. <laughs> it is me naked using series finale stickers as pasties. I have those in the van. <laughs> as I lie here for calf implant surgery, I am constantly thinking of the pod. I am wondering if my pronunciation problem of the word oil rigger will come back to haunt me. <laughs> I am wondering if my mom will ever like the podcast as much as she loves the Price is Right live tapings. <laughs> and I am wondering if Vern Troyer could have lived and found sobriety if he could have just had an awesome podcast like this one. I am very hopeful that I won't die. But if I do survive, I want you boys to be patient with me. As you both know, I have not had health insurance since I was fired from CVS for selling alcohol to a minor in 2004. I'm going into serious debt for these calf implants, so I'm going to need a bigger cut of the Patreon. And I don't want to hear any Dave Ramsey nonsense. Debt freedom, like sobriety, is for losers. If I die, I will my plastic children's, bra I will my plastic children's bow and arrow to Jack and the hubcats from my van to Zach. Wow. Yeah, luckily, I did survive. Yes, and the calves look amazing. Thank you. They hurt. <laughs> yeah. They hurt a lot. <laughs> you, you can't walk. Yeah, like, uh, they're not for. They're not for. Uh, they're for looks. You know, they're not for ambulatory yes. purposes. They're just for looks. Um, I got a bone to pick with this show. 
please. I got, well, kind of. So in the show, Miles, Miles, you go. Sorry, Miles sorry. is a he's a super he's a devout atheist, and he's yeah. been apparently running this God account, interacting directly with God for two years, right? And he still doesn't believe in him, which is very stupid. I feel like. You think that it should have turned him pretty quick? But I mean, he's a devout atheist, not just a, you know, not an atheist in Moonlight. Any of these Christian shows or any of these uh, deist shows, they always like, atheism is always like a malady to be cured. Like, it's always like, uh, like this guy is an atheist because his mom died, basically, and he's mad. That's like why he doesn't believe in God. So you think that God should just let the atheist be? Yeah, like leave him alone. But I think most people do. <laughs> I yeah. think, well, God doesn't. In this one, the God fucking interferes with his life God until gives his sister cancer to force <laughs> him to pray. Dude, Job status. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Job? Everything. Job, to Job was like a devout follower of God, and so he had like a conversation with Satan and the devil or whatever, and they were like, and Devel was like, ah, oh, he only follows you so much because you make his life so good, and then God was like, oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> That's Before my and then he fucked his life up so, horribly. So the atheist is like Job, but the opposite because he's not a devout follower. Yeah, he's not showing. Job the faith. never loses faith. And the the God God sort of makes this guy's life better by Even setting him up to succeed all the time. But he makes him a hero. Yeah, which would make you want to be a follower. You know what the point I think it might make is that whether or not God is real is irrelevant. But Christians tend to make life on earth for fellow humans better, more so than atheists. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting that... Do you think that's true? you think it's the point of the show? I do believe... I personally believe that is true. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to say not everyone believes that's true. <laughs> I also think Yikes. that that is the viewpoint of the show. That, I mean, that come Christian on. The Catholic ma- Church in itself. Okay, Catholics are <laughs> over. Catholics are the over. The Catholic Church no, in no, itself no, but the, is but the destroyed so many lives. People who attend religious services do give more money to charity and volunteer more. I uh, believe that's probably true. That's not, not worth it, in my opinion, for all the sexual abuse. That's a completely reasonable opinion <laughs> to hold, especially on the heels of Pope John Paul being aware of sexual abuse and now Again? having it proven. John well, Paul dead is now. John Paul is fine. <laughs> I don't have a problem with what John did Paul. You, think about you should have gone by John Paul three. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of? What would Snowden have thought about God friending me? This account. Ooh, know? that's an interesting question. It that's is a great question. <laughs> Snowden would have had a problem because there are apparent privacy issues with the God friend of me account. <laughs> In part, with we see Rakesh. a former. Um, a former beneficiary of his good acts, Miguel, is on the train mm. and helps convince the bystanders that Miles is a good man and his intuition to lead them on the tracks is correct. But Snowden might feel that the algorithm was intentionally manipulating Miguel <laughs> to be on that train, <laughs> which infringes upon his privacy. Yeah, Miguel just, they just, uh, his phone just showed him like a, his phone just showed him a Taco Bell ad and he was like, ooh, that looks good. And he got on the train. Yeah. It wasn't God at all. I think that's like, Sort of the big one of the big cop outs of the show is that it's so, it's weird because it's sort of cast as a mystery. Like, what is this God account? Is it God or is it you know something else manipulating it? But it seems so clear from both episodes we watched that it has to be like an otherworldly force. Like, mm-hmm. it couldn't just be uh, you know some guy messing with him. Right. No. No. It definitely I, couldn't I, be some guy. I think the the problem with the show is that they hitch themselves to an outdated social media you know that's true i think that nobody uses facebook so it's like god friend of me it's like it should be 
They shouldn't have said that. They shouldn't have named it after that because because it is na- such a Facebook. Yeah, and, and if it, God it is TikTok, God is old as hell. If he was on Facebook, he would just be screaming about how <laughs> Biden stole the election. God showed up on my FYP. <laughs> <laughs> God would be getting banned constantly from Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so God would be on Parlor right yeah. now with Ted Cruz. Hey. God would be getting into like, God would be getting into vicious online arguments with like your mom's, with like your aunt's friend that she barely knows, screaming about. <laughs> isn't it funny when people that like kind of like people that only know each other through like Facebook. one, one <laughs> yeah, they've never even met in real life. Probably, it's like that lady who told Zach to. Buzz off, Elena. <laughs> I'm, ge- I'm getting more involved in Situate's uh, Situate's Facebook page. Go I, to hell. No, no. It's it's always been positive, except for when the lobsterman threatened to fight me for my Trump flag parade video. <laughs> but um, uh, th- the other day I posted, "What time does the gas station on 3A open up?" A bunch <laughs> of people liked it, and one guy screenshotted the Google hours and sent it to me <laughs> with no comment. I said, "Thanks." It was the best. It was one. Of, there's there's like a new crop all of a sudden right around Halloween. A group of literal teenagers, like children, got involved and started basically making fun of all the boomers. Instead of like, <laughs> he posted one kid. I thought this was a really, really funny. He said, uh, "Today is a great day." Many years ago, the Situate Historical Society founded the town of Situate, which doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And then he started saying that he felt that there were ghosts in certain parts of town, and that the historical society was holding secrets. <laughs> Is this your? Did you father a child? No, dude. But and then and then a bunch of people are like kind of engaging with them. Some of them, the best people on Facebook town groups are like people who are like your sister's age who have young children. Yeah. And so they're on Facebook because you need to get like town notices, but they're very reasonable people. Mm -hmm. So they'll like laugh at them, and then like boomers will be like, "Hey, is this a joke? What happened to this page? (laughs) What's going on?" People get confused. Yeah, people get confused, and then confusion immediately leads to anger (laughs) instead of. Just like open <laughs> joy. Yes, for sure. And it's it's not really it's kind of mean to fuck with a seven year old person who goes to Facebook to look for the weather. No, no, <laughs> it's interesting because you're not fucking with, you're just putting out into the ether you're more baloney. Putting up out into the ether baloney that is there to confuse the person. No, it's not there to confuse, it's there to I I you know, that's a valid viewpoint. I think it's deeper social criticism on the inanity of social media. You've done a good job of validating me and John Paul's viewpoint. I have Thank to validate. Yeah. I Thank have to you. validate. I appreciate that. I'm becoming more zen. Everyone's viewpoint is completely reasonable. Fidel has done this to me. You know, when, <laughs> when you look at Fidel, you can see how people can come to a multitude of conclusions. Will you eventually grow the big Fidel beard? I would like to no, just stick with the stash. Just you, yeah. How's your stash? Let's get a stash update. It's all right. Well, let's get a let's get a driving update. How was it driving? Because we should save the stash update for a future show where stashes are everywhere. That's yeah. Drive, excellent. Left was six thirty. Was cruising, totally good. Coming down. Proud of you waking up so early. Yeah, it was nice. I'm an early guy now. I try to sleep ten to six. Once I get to Trump's golf course. The libs put a curse on me. <laughs> All goes to hell. <laughs> I get on the White. I had to laugh. I get on the Whitestone Bridge Parkway. Ugh. The bridge. Uh, this bridge. How often does the bridge go up? The bridge goes up. So that's 15 <laughs> minutes of in park chilling, <laughs> and then get in. Of course, this random just traffic because a tractor trailer is disabled. That's a 45 minute break. Like slow down. But I was listening to my audiobook bullshit job, so I was having a good time. Oh, nice, dude. I'm reading a new book right now, and it's um. It's I'm reading Slaughterhouse Five. Oh really? By Kurt Vonnegut? I 
can't stand it at all. Really? I, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't get it in the slightest. I, don't, I haven't. Everybody says it's a comedy. I haven't heard one joke in it the whole time. Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> is very funny. And you That's should what just, people say. You should read all, uh, No Country for Old Men, which is a, a like just a series of micro essays. And okay. a lot of it's about No Country for Old Men? You're thinking of the wrong book. That's no a movie. Country for Wise Men? Maybe, but Those No Country for Old Men is the Cormac McCarthy yeah, yeah. book. And No Country and it's for not Wise Men moment, moment is for the No Fat Boys. <laughs> the Proud Boys wrote that. There <laughs> is a Kurt Vonnegut book that he wrote at the end of his life called Country and Old Men. I don't know what the rest it's funny. are. Yeah, it's funny. He's a humorous This man. is going to be our Strangers on a Train moment. Maybe the book is called No Country for Old Men. I doubt it, though. Men Without a Country? A Man Without a Country. Thank you, Producer Devin. Thank you, The Deuce. Um, wait. So you agree, John Paul? It's not that funny. I don't like that in Slaughterhouse Five he makes sure to note that the guy is a big dong. I don't know what the point of that is, and I, I, I find it offen- I find it offensive to be honest. Like, why does <laughs> he have a big penis? <laughs> you don't feel that that's what about trait? small penis guys? What are they supposed to think when they read that? <laughs> that's a really good point. Kurt was not looking <laughs> out for those guys. <laughs> I threw the book down in disgust. Never picked it up again. No, yeah, there's because it's like it's it's a, it's the time travel book where he's like he's like captured by aliens and he's supposed to mate with the chick. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. And I, then he, at one point he's like, oh, he had a big he had a big ween. Well, fucking who cares? Fuck you then. That could have been alien. <laughs> that could have been alien perspective. Hey, they might validate him first. That's whoa. That's a good. I never thought yeah. about this. What alien perspective? He could have just thought it was a big right. ween. Right. Et probably had a small ween. Maybe he had a really small body. <laughs> <laughs> when they shrink him down, his penis stays the same size. <laughs> that would have been an incredible part of um, that Matt Damon flop about being shrunk down. Downsizing. Supersized They me. made like two of those. Isn't that another one of those times where like two different studios made the same slightly different movie? Maybe. Right, it's, yeah. like, uh, it's like, um, what's it called? Dante's Peak and Volcano. A Bugs I love Lo- Dante's Peak. Of, of really? Yeah, I love <laughs> that movie. Of Bugs Life and Ants. And the Fire Festival 2 competing documentaries. That was yes. so weird, yeah. Why did they do that? I don't know, but I think it, it worked out. A lot. Most people wanted to watch both of them. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think people just can't keep a secret in Hollywood, except for the secret <laughs> of all this abuse. So I guess <laughs> there was a couple of secrets, but they're out now. <laughs> Did you guys have a Deepak Chopra moment? Uh, you should be your God moment if we're being okay. fair to the show. That's true. Um, but what? sometimes really bad things can happen on a God's watch. And with Deepak, only good things happen. That's a good point. Back to the Deepak. That Deepak's. was going to be my, well, before I do a Deepak, in a, a, a negative mode of the show, they don't come out and like say in the show like it was god or it wasn't they leave it open-ended which i find to be irritating like make a make a great work of art ambiguous a stupid network show just give me the answer right right i don't care and they also mentioned god's dong size and that really pissed you (laughs) off when they said that god had a big a big fatty i was like oh my fucking god um yeah, that's sort of fair. It is like this show has no stakes. Why not just tell us the truth? Yeah, why not just be like it? Because w- it it has to be God. Sopranos can have an ambiguous ending. Yeah, it's such a masterpiece. God friended me. It's a little in egotistical. The, in the pilot, like God is like in your, like messing with tech. Now, it's definitely God. Like it's got to be God. Right, right. So I, agree. I wish they would just. I wish they would just show they, they just Morgan Freeman in a white suit and be like, and he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> No, Sean Connery in a white suit, and he's like, they got to get the last word. <laughs> That's my only good impression. That's It's really not a good impression. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Deepak Troper moment would be... Oh, 
Oh. My my god yeah. my You're happy god moment is seeing a pod a brother of the podcast do go out and do well you know yeah that's a good point he has a podcast that's about atheism sounds like a terrible podcast to listen to but <laughs> I'm I hope he's doing well I hope he I hope he has like a I hope he has like a um like a Blue Apron sponsor you know a yeah. Blue Apron ad read or something or Manscaped Blue Chew Blue Chew <laughs> um uh. What was that? There was like an old clothing one that was popular for a while. Birchbox. Birch. Jeans. Bir- <laughs> Jinko jeans. That'd no, be great. It was, what was the ape one? It was named after the monkey. Bathing ape? No, it was like named after Bono- Bonobos. Bonobos. You guys remember Bonobos? Bonobos used to do podcast sponsors? Bonobos used to do a ton of podcast. Unlike Earwolf, there were tons of Bonobos breeds. Right. God friend of me, it didn't have any. My Deepak Chopra was com. that the dad <laughs> found love after his first wife. I don't know if she died or if they got divorced or if he got cucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good to see a fella. Shack up again because we all know a man who doesn't shack up again dies. So yes. I was happy to see that. You need a woman in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, uh, my Deepak Chopra moment would have been I. They don't tell you who God is, but at the end they did recognize that the show was canceled. So they did say like, oh, and then they got to back together and they got married and Shavesh made love to his wife. Yeah, the epilogue. Yeah, they epilogue, which I did think was like kind of funny. And you nice. like epilogues? Yeah, I want to know, too. Just I, tell me. I, I think a lot of people appreciate an just epilogue. Just tell me what happened next, you know? What do you think if The Sopranos had just been like when it cut to black and then it went to a voiceover of Tony <laughs> Soprano being like, all right, so I got shot in the head and I'm fucking dead, all right? <laughs> Meadow went on to finish at Rutgers with a 3.8. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to AJ? AJ AJ got into meth and started doing gay porn to support his <laughs> habit. And more importantly, uh, Vito's son <laughs> really got into God. <laughs> continued down the Vito's path. son now leaves North Jersey. <laughs> yeah. the, the Italian mob is now a fully goth outfit. <laughs> their, their signature is to pick up the dookie and <laughs> throw it at the cars. <laughs> All right, well, let's do a role play. You yes. guys got any ideas for people you want to be? Um, I'll be my aunt on Facebook. Okay. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Um, I'll be God. I'll be Edward Snowden. All right. God, status update, says he's so happy that Joe Biden won. Uh, oh, oh, I need to. I, oh, shoot. I'm, how do, how do you? Uh, I'm trying to comment on this. I think I shared it. <laughs> son, son. Oh, my son hasn't talked oh. to me in years. <laughs> oh, uh, let me help you out, miss. Oh, Chuck Snowden? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Edward Snowden to you. Oh, damn. I was just uh I was just walking through the neighborhood on a tour of the US. I might figure I might figure I might come back to live here. I saw that you're trying to share the status update from God. Yes, I am because well, I'm trying to comment on it actually. I'm trying to comment to stop the steal and that God is a piece of shit for endorsing these libtards. But you have crosses, you have all this Jesus imagery up on your walls. You you love God, it looks like. Yeah, I love a righteous God. This is a faggy God. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me um let New me status update from God. <laughs> So glad I could patch it up with Lucifer. He is a mighty good lover, after all. <laughs> this of down vote that <laughs> down vote. I I'm trying to share my the angry face. Yeah, on that. there's there's the angry face. Can you help me? 
Hold my hands while I type, please. I'm holding them. They're very cold. Yeah, skin is so soft, Charles. <laughs> What's your name again, son? It doesn't matter what my name is. <laughs> what matters is that I want to kiss you. <laughs> maybe, maybe there is a reason I to come back to the U.S. I feel the same way. God, hey, God, why is that? I know you green wanna light on next to my video camera. I don't. What is that? Don't worry about that. That's not important. I know you want to stop the steal, but what about having a meal? <laughs> How about well, dinner with me? Well, it's not five o'clock yet uh, for the early bird. Do you oh. want me to suck your cock? <laughs> <laughs> what do you give the show? Uh, I give this show a 4.7 because it's totally inoffensive. If it was on in the background, I would not change it. That's a good point. I give it a three um, because it was bad, but it wasn't. I mean, it was just bad. And a three is a bad score. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a three. Some nice diversity in the cast, but um, uh, its Christian viewpoint it kind of annoys me. I would rather watch this than SEAL Team. I want the record to show Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I'm going with David Boreanaz. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Good night, everybody. We love you, Uri.